With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I'm nothing without you. I'm nothing without you. I'm nothing without you. I'm nothing without you. Lord, nothing without you. Think about it. In him, do I live moving at my being? 
beautiful song. Thank you, Gigi, for playing it. I am coming from 2 Kings 4, verses 8 through 10. Uh, It says, uh, one day Elisha went to Shunem. A prominent woman who lived there persuaded him to eat some food. So whenever he passed by, he stopped there to eat. Then she said to her husband, I know that the one who often passes by here is a holy man of God. So let us make a small walled-in upper room and put a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp there for him. Whenever he comes, he can stay there. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you so much for all that you do for us. We thank you, Lord God, that we can come to you and ask you to move things over so that we can spend more time with you, that you bless this time that we have together. You see, I pray in your Holy Son, Jesus' name. Amen. There's one thought that I would like to focus on in this story. And that is, have you made room for Christ in your life? As we look at this Shunammite woman, we see a very prominent, influential, and wealthy woman that is also a very caring woman. The scripture says that she persuades or insists that Elisha eat there at the home of her and her husband when he would go through town. She is very welcoming to this man of God. She almost begs Elisha to eat at her home. I think about us. Are we welcoming to the Holy Spirit? Are we insisting for the Holy Spirit to eat with us, to spend time with us? Revelations 3 and 20 lets us know that he wants to come in and eat with us. It says, see, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. You see, he's not going to force that door open. He's not going to push his way in. He's going to knock and you have to open it. So have you opened the door to welcome the Lord into your home, into your temple? We welcome the Lord into our temples as a show of our dependence on him. When we welcome him into our hearts, we let him know that we need his comfort, that we need his protection, and that we show him that we simply can't do this thing called life without him. We raise our hands in worship, suggesting a reaching out for God's presence reaching out for God's blessings. We raise our hands in worship, uh, suggesting a reaching out for God's comfort and reaching out for God's strength. You know, uh, we often say, Lord, I welcome you into this place. I welcome you, Lord. Father, I welcome you into my broken vessel. However, the problem most of us have is once we have invited the spirit on Sunday mornings is that we rush that spirit right back out as soon as we leave church or at least by Monday morning. We so often lose all sense in our hearts. We we so often lose all sense of the Holy Spirit when we walk out those church doors. There is just no room in our hearts. There's no room in our temples. There's no room in our lives for the Spirit to stay more than the one to two hours of morning worship. Um, So I'm wondering if we should be more like this Shunammite woman, 
She says to her husband, so let's make a small walled-in upper room and put a bed and a table and a chair and a lamp in there for him. You see, she begins to rearrange her life for this man of God. She begins to make room in her home for the Lord. How about you? Are you making room for the Holy Spirit? Have you thought about rearranging your life so that the Holy Spirit will feel welcome for a longer period of time? She says, let's make a small walled-in upper room, which tells me that they made sacrifices of their time. They made sacrifices of their money, and they made sacrifices of their sweat equity to ensure a spot for Elisha in their home. The scripture says that they put a bed in his chambers to ensure his rest. They put a table and a chair further ensuring his comfort and a lamp to ensure that he could see for his study. They truly wanted Elijah to stay as long as he wanted comfortably. We need to make an upper room for the Lord in our lives. I know we're busy, but we need to make sacrifices to ensure that the Lord is comfortable in our temples. So many of us uh, have invited the Lord into our hearts. However, we have made it virtually impossible for him to be comfortable, for him to actually reside. We have walls up, but they're designed to keep the Lord out, not to make him comfortable within us. There's a show that I like to watch called Hoarders. This show allows us to peek into the lives of individuals that collect stuff uh, on top of stuff. They have so much stuff, and they have no real desire to make room even for themselves, and they're embarrassed to let their families to enter their homes. We, too, have so much stuff in our lives, stuff that occupies our ties, our minds, so much stuff that there is no room for the Lord and Savior to live. In fact, we are too embarrassed to allow the Lord in. On the show, someone is hired to help the hoarder get rid of the stuff that is holding them hostage. As they begin to assist them in getting that stuff out, the hoarder begins to resist. I think of us who have asked Jesus to come into our hearts to create in us a clean heart, to help us to clean up our mess, to clean up that stuff that is holding us hostage. And as he begins the process to do as we have asked him, he begins to move the clutter out. You know those things that keep him from residing in our temples, the stuff that keeps him out or pushes him to the side or makes him feel less important. It could be anything. And like the hoarders on the TV show, we're not quite ready to make room. We resist. And what we fail to realize is that when we make room for Jesus, we put ourselves in positions for blessing. When we make sacrifices of our time, when we make sacrifices of our money, When we move things around and allow God to clean the stuff out of our hearts, out of our spirits, out of our minds, we open up ourselves for God's blessing. As a result of this woman's kindness, her sacrifices, Elisha wanted to know what he could do for her. And the woman in her humbleness told Elisha that she was content with her life and did not require anything. So he turned to his assistant Gehazi and asked him, what can we do? And Gehazi says, you have she has no son, and her husband is old. So Elisha calls the Shunammite woman to him, and he declares, about this time next year, you will hold a son in your arms. And the very next year, she was holding her baby boy. People, we need to make room for Christ in our hearts. We need to make room for Christ in our lives. We need to get to the point where God is priority number one, realizing that Christianity is more than a walk down the aisle and accepting that and accepting the Lord as our Savior. Once we make that very important move, we now need to allow him to clean us up 
That only happens when he becomes number one, when he becomes a priority, when we move out of his way so he can move in his way. You know what? God believes you are worth saving, so he came to change your life. He knows you're worth keeping, so he wants to clean you up inside. He knows you are to die for, so he sacrificed his life so you could be free. For all of us that's willing to make room for Christ in our lives, that moves things around on our schedule to give Jesus that number one spot so he can clean us up inside, he offers the best blessing ever, his son, Jesus Christ. All we need to do is stop resisting and allow God to do what he loves to do, which is to clean up his children so we can be free, so we can have life and life more abundantly. Romans 10, 89 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Christ from the dead, it says you will be saved. So I leave you with this one question. Have you made room for Jesus Christ in your life? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I love the Lord. How beautiful he is tonight. Isn't it wonderful to look around and see what God has done for you? Doesn't it make you feel good? Knowing that he's kept us another day. Knowing that he's walked beside us and guided us along our way. I thank him tonight. Precious Lord, take my hand. Are you with me? Lead me on. Let me. Sometimes this old body gets so weak. Sometimes I get a little tired. Sometimes I get depressed. And oh, we all do sometimes. But through the Griffin for that awesome message. You know, 
We need to make room for Christ. Amen. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Miss Barbara that's on the line. I want to give a shout-out to all my family and friends. I'm going to tell you guys, I've got the best family in the world, the best husband, you know, all that, my my friends and and all you listeners, I want to thank you. I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of your busy schedules to praise God with me. And uh, I just want you to know you're all special. And let's keep on going. And we're going to tell Satan he's a liar. Now I know you 
boy, oh boy, I like that song because I tell you, I've had some experience this week. I should have just told them people, Satan, you a liar, instead of getting ready to say some things that God wouldn't want me to say. Whew. All right, now, now he's never going to let me go. Who, what, when, where, why Wasting time Looking for answers Going out my mind I wanted to see behind the scenes But now I'm letting go Cause the safest place that I could be Is in your brain I know I'm ready to chase if possible Walking away from what I know Response. 
that's what I drink and you can't be me. Proverbs 14 to 12, that's the way that seems right to a man, but the end of the world is I say to take a right, you take a left. For it is impossible for those once enlightened have tasted of the heavenly gift. And what partakers of the Holy Ghost that I give, and have tasted of the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. I shall come, I am that I am the Father and Son. If they should fall away to renew them again into repentance, then they crucify themselves with Son of God afresh and after mention. Put them to an open shame, that of which when he was sentenced. For it's written in Acts 1 and 8 that you shall be my witness. I'm sick of your schisms and catechisms. When I clearly told you you need Holy Ghost and fill a repentance and baptism. You can never imagine this feeling of being abandoned. It wasn't just tablets of stone or memorandum. And it ran them bound for men for my commandments. The thing I can say. Check. I made it clear for one sex not to lie with. The same sex and then you legalize it. It's abomination. Suck it. Me, but you will not hearken unto your judges, and after brother God, you go whoring. You should not make me a self integrated image, bow down, or serve them, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. I serve men. You should not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Reverence, acknowledge it, and follow it. Hallowed be my name. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I never knew you, and you don't know me. Honor your father and mother that your days may be long for the land. This is why you're burying your sisters and brothers. Thou shalt not kill, but yet it's still you murder at will for six thrills. Though one rose from the dead, there's nothing I can say. All right now, Lord, there is none like you, for you are great, and your name is full of power. Jeremiah 10 and 6. from you, a blessing from you, a blessing from you. 
they just confess and say, God, you are my hope. If there's anyone out there listening and you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling uh, depressed, or you're discouraged, I want you to know if you take Jesus Christ as your Savior, you will have hope. Your only hope comes from Jesus. He's your rock. He needs to be your rock. So if you don't know him, I plead to you to get to know him. And those of us who already know him, I thank God that you're listening and that we're getting to know him better. But in the meantime, please don't judge me. This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Hot, fire, Let's go. I did it all for the first time. Made a mistake, but I remind. I broke it on the one time. Glad I did it on my way. Fixed it on the front line. The pain if I'm Judge me. 
Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.